10, the podcast, 10 minutes every 10 days. My name is John Wilkerson. This is take five, take six. I don't know, I've lost track of the number of times I've tried to record this in the last 12 hours. I really <laughs> can't decide what I want to talk about and I end up kind of going off track. But let's try a different course here. I recently started going through a uh, Bible study, a devotional that Francis Chan put together. Oh, that was my breakfast. And in it, he makes a statement to the effect that people, Christians especially, are so achievement-minded and goal-oriented that we don't take the time to consider and contemplate the mystery of God and the mysteries of God. And it's interesting because I'm reading this in my Bible app that has a, well, that has achievements. When I open it up, it says, hey, you've read the Bible this many times this week. Oh, you have this many perfect weeks that where you kind of use this app to read the Bible. The irony there is not lost on me, believe me. So I'm thinking about this. I'm thinking about how in our Western culture, specifically in the United States, we've spent a lot of time and put a lot of effort into goal-oriented Christianity. How many people accepted Jesus as their Savior this Sunday? How many were baptized last month? How much did we receive in the offering? All of these statistics and goals and measurements that we need to make instead of really considering whether or not this kind of outlook on Christianity is healthy. We spend so much time tracking metrics. We need a return on investment. Right, all of these business goals and things like that have entered into the vernacular of the church, kind of made their way in and we've become so obsessed with accomplishing goals. They've become an idol in the church. It's not about relationship anymore. It's about reaching a goal. Being contemplative is difficult. It's a lot harder to be still and wait on God than it is to read our Bible, say a quick prayer, and then go on our way. And I think that's because in our Western society, we view idleness as unproductive and unwanted. Just sitting for 10 or 15 minutes and 
thinking about God and thinking about his wonder and his majesty. That doesn't check off a box for us. What's accomplished by that? That I can show, share on social media. I'm, I'm glad for now the people that I follow on social media who are Christians have not been sharing their streaks in their Bible app. <laughs> and quite honestly, I wish that feature would go away. I understand gamification and encouraging people to read their Bible, but I think you're taking it to uh, just a terrible, I think it's a terrible precedent to set when you have this streak that shows up. I just don't, I don't, I don't get that. I don't understand why that's there. I mean, we have the, these wonderful reading plans in there that are, they're nice. I like, I like seeing them. But when I open up my Bible app and the very first thing I see on that home page is, hey, congratulations, this is your whatever number of days in a row that you've used our app to read the Bible. And that's really what it comes down to. You're using our app. It's not really, to me, it doesn't appear like, it really is about true honest, really digging into knowing who God is. I don't have to read my Bible every day to be in the presence of God. I don't even have to say a specific prayer every day. Now, do those things help? Absolutely, they help. But I think we're losing the point. I mean, what, 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 if anything, is, is this about? It's not about accomplishment. It's not about achievements. Achievement unlocked. You read the Bible for 300 days straight. What's that all about? And, and I mean, I'm going to call them out. It's you version. And I'm honestly thinking about not using you version anymore because of this because they're turning bible reading into a game and i mean like i said i i understand that you want to encourage people to read the bible but the very first thing, when I open my app, that's what I see. And now, I don't know, maybe I can eliminate that. I'm not 100% sure. I'm recording on my smartphone right now, so I don't want to look into it. But if anyone out there from version is listening, <laughs> uh, I think you should just eliminate that. I think just get rid of that feature. Using your app 
300 days in a row is not a sign of a deep understanding of God. It's not a sign of spending time with God, of communing with God. Using your app 300 days in a row is just using your app. Now, unfortunately, if I, if I stop using the app, what I'm going to miss out on is the interactivity that I've had with some of the Bible reading plans. Because one of the guys I'm friends with in the Bible app, he, uh, he kind of puts together these reading groups and we go through these short devotionals, three to seven days long. And it's been great discussing what we're reading and what we're seeing. But I don't know if I want to continue to be drawn into this gamification of Bible reading. I don't know if I want to be a part of that. It's just, it's it's something that I need to think about. I've been using version for, well, since the first version was out. So for quite a while now. <laughs> quite a while I have been using it. And it would, it would change my routine. It would change a lot of things. Not that I'm opposed to that. Anyway. I have a lot to think about. I'd love to hear what you think about this. Do you like the idea of the gamification of Bible reading? Let me know. You know how to get in touch with me. John at strugglingforpurpose.com You've been listening to 10 the podcast. 10 minutes every 10 days. My name is John Wilkerson. Thanks for listening. And thanks for sticking me in your ears. <laughs>